What's up, Pump Rockers? It's Alexa. Today I'm here with another episode, and we are going to be interviewing Jackie Giuliano, who is a twin mom and an Ironman racer. So here's a little bit about Jackie. She knew from a young age that she wanted to have kids. She even dreamed about having twins, which may sound crazy to some people, but to her, it was it has been such a blessing. She's been involved in athletics for as long as she could remember. Her parents used to run marathons together, so it was only natural that she would do the same after finishing up her collegiate running career. Injuries led her to triathlon and her husband, and they eventually decided to enter the Ironman world. She got married on October 13th, 2012, and her husband convinced her that a good one-year anniversary gift would be to try and qualify for and compete in the Ironman World Championships on October 12th, 2013. They both qualified and celebrated their one-year anniversary by racing her first ever Ironman. After crossing that finish line, she was hooked. They came up with a five-year plan, qualify for and compete in the Ironman World Championships to celebrate their anniversary for the next five years, then start a family. Well, despite injuries along the way, they were able to complete their first part of their plan. But starting a family was harder than they thought it would be. As a seventh grader learning about amenorrhea, she vowed that she would always keep her body healthy enough to get pregnant when the time came. She never skipped a period in all of her many years of running. So she really didn't think getting pregnant would be a struggle. After almost two years of infertility, they sought out support. And eventually after five egg retrievals, five failed transfers and three different doctors from two different clinics and a lot of advocating for herself. She finally became pregnant with twins. Jackie and her husband had still both qualified for what would be their eighth consecutive Ironman World Championships due to COVID. So they decided that if her body was healthy enough and her pelvic floor physical therapist and OBGYN cleared her, she would participate in the race. At three months postpartum, she completed the Ironman in quote, shockingly, not my worst time. It was such an incredible experience to share with her husband, twin boys, and her parents. Welcome, Jackie. All right. Hi, Jackie. So we're here with Jackie Giuliano today. Thank you so much for joining the Pump Rocker podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so we just heard a little bit about your bio. Um, and I just learned that not only is the, is doing Ironman competitions a hobby of yours, but you are also a teacher. So um, what grade do you teach? Seventh grade math. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and how long have you been a teacher for? Uh, this will be my 14th year at my school, 16th year total. Wow. And you've been at the same school the whole time? Um, I two years earlier okay. um, at a different school. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. We have a friend that wants to join. <laughs> Is yeah, that a dog or a cat? I could only see the tail. <laughs> oh, we have too many golden doodles and we actually named him after a triathlete. So oh, she's back. <laughs> Sorry. That is totally fine. I shut the door, but I guess she opened it. Yes. Gotta <laughs> love. So it, that was one of your dogs. Yeah. 
So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So I've been asking everyone the same first question. So what is your relationship with pumping or exclusive pumping? So um, I started pumping because my I, I have twins and my youngest, or I guess the younger of the two, um, he was in the nursery for a little bit. Um, not the NICU, like kind of like a step below that. Um, he just needed to gain weight. He was only three pounds, 11 ounces when he was born. So they just needed to keep him in there to make sure that he was gaining enough weight. Cause it, I think it's like four pounds that you can't, like you can't have to be over four pounds to even go home in a car seat. Oh. <laughs> so they needed him to be, yeah, a little bit bigger. So um, I naturally like, you know, had to pump and bring milk cause I had one baby at home and one baby at the hospital. So um, it never seemed like a chore necessarily to me. Like it was always like, Oh, I'm giving my kid my milk. Like it, you know, made me feel good about being able to do that. Um, and I knew that once the school year started, I obviously wouldn't be able to breastfeed both of them like all the time. So, um, I kind of made it a, a priority that the nighttime feeding was always done with a bottle. So mm-hmm. like that had to be my pumped milk. So, um, that either me or my husband or my parents, if they were over, would be able to feed the boys. So, um, I feel like I kind of like hooked on to pumping right away and was like, yep, I'm going to, I'm going to do it and I'll breastfeed them for as long as I can. And, you know, like when I'm done teaching, like if I I can get two feedings in with them, great. If not, like, and they lasted my, my little guy lasted seven and a half months. He got an ear infection and then decided that breastfeeding was not for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a little, I'm like, whatever you can do to get calories, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't matter for him. But then, um, when my, my bigger guy, Jackson, when he, he stopped at nine and a half months. That kind of like, I was a little sad about that, but I was like, you know what? Now I, now all I have to worry about is pumping. I don't have to worry about like, if I'm home at a certain time to make sure I get a breastfeed them. So, um, it was kind of, it almost felt like relaxing in a way to like, then just a hundred percent be pumping. <laughs> so are you still pumping or how long did your pumping journey last? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I had planned on, you know, whatever my body could do. Cause I, I really didn't know what to anticipate. Like I didn't know if I'd be an undersupplier or oversupplier. Like I didn't know if I'd be just enough. Like, so I figured, you know, as long as I could pump, I would. And, um, once we hit the year mark, I was like, well, it's still summer. Like I still have flexibility in my schedule. Maybe I'll go for 13 months. Cause mine and my husband, but we're both born on the 13th. We got married on the 13th. It's like our lucky number. So I was like, oh, 13 months. that's cute. And that's tomorrow and I'm still pumping. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm so excited that we like timed this perfectly. So do you plan on like stopping or are you kind of like, let's just keep this train moving? Like, what are your thoughts? I feel like, you know, now I'm, I'm pumping two times a day. So like in the morning and then at night and I'm like, you know, if I could go through cold and flu season and have those antibodies for them, like why wouldn't I? So um, I guess, I mean, I'm not going to be pumping in Kona like last year but um maybe I'll still be pumping at that point I really really don't even have an end goal at this point (laughs) wow that's so amazing and congrats on making it to the one year mark and beyond that um that's super impressive personally I only made it to a year and I was like I am hanging up the phone I'm done (laughs) I'm retired I did this and we're on to the next chapter so it's so funny because I think it's like all in your perspective, right? Like the way that you're looking at it as like a positive thing. And you're like, I mean, it's only twice a day. Um, This is great. And to me, I was like, oh my God, it's still two times a day. You know, like I feel like it's all all about your perspective on it. Um, Congratulations. That's amazing. Um, So is Kona, is it always in October? 
Okay. Yeah. And this year is like a weird year because it's women only. And it's usually like the whole reason that we started doing it is because of me and my husband, like our anniversary and everything. So it's kind of like weird that only I'm competing, but it's also kind of cool to like come back from, you know, last year I did it just to do it. Like I didn't even know three months postpartum, could I do it? Um, so this year it'll be fun to like actually be like trained for it, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Like not just freshly given birth to twins. (laughs) Um, so I personally, I am familiar with triathlons and Ironman, but like for the people that don't know what that means and like what Kona means, can you explain it? And like, just maybe starting with what is an Ironman race and like, what are those distances? Yeah. So you swim, um, 2.4 miles and, and for Kona for the world championships, it's in the, um, the ocean, which is really cool, which I mean, it's, it's nice because you get more buoyancy that way, but also you're swimming in salt water, so it doesn't mm. taste very good. Um, <laughs> and it's you know, with a lot of people too, so you're like constantly getting a mouthful of water. But anyway, um, then you go and bike 112 miles, and then you I finish know. with the, yeah, then, then just this 112. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, then it's the favorite part of the marathon for me, at least, is the okay. 26 miles. So I, I like. After the swim's over, I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Then after the bike's over, I'm like, oh, no flat tires. Thank goodness. And now it's run, and it's my favorite part of the day. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and, you know, we learned a little bit about in your bio that you ran um, collegiately. So, like, have you pretty much been a runner your whole life? Yeah, my parents, um, they used to run together and they used to go to like races in different states. And I like specifically remember the, I don't know what year it was, but they went to the Boston Marathon together. And I was like, this is so cool. This running thing, like you get to go travel all over the place. And, you know, you don't have to run to travel all over the place. But in my like young adult or young head, I thought you did. So um, we, my brother, sister and I are all hooked on to running because of them. And um, yeah, I mean, it, introduced me to my husband and eventually the triathlon. That's amazing. So is your, was your husband also a collegiate runner turned Ironman athlete or? Yeah, we both ended up um, leaving the team. He did earlier because he wanted to pursue triathlon. Um, and I did because um, I was going to start student teaching and I was constantly injured anyway. So I was like, yep, now, now's the time to, to yeah. <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah. It's funny that you, you kind of, you said you got injured and then that turned you into <laughs> Ironman. So it's like, is the thought that doing kind of cross training and like multiple sports, you're less likely to get injured just versus running all the time or. Yeah. And I, I knew what Kona was like, um, I went to a running camp, um, when I was in high school and they showed like some Ironman world championship footage. I don't, I don't really know why, to be honest. I can't remember like the whole connection <laughs> to running, um, besides that there's running in it, obviously. But um, yeah, they showed us that video and I was like, yeah, that'd be something cool to do someday. So um, my senior year of college, I decided to train for the Chicago Marathon, but it was the year that it was like super hot and it got canceled. Mm. I was injured. And so my now husband was like coaching me with cross training, like having me bike and swim anyway. And he's like, you know, when we graduate, why don't we just go do a half Ironman? You're already training for, you know, you're already cross training. And so we did. I thought, you know, like... I was all excited. He was, you know, my a serious boyfriend and sure. we were going to travel to Texas together from Illinois. So <laughs> I was all excited. Yeah. Well, and the rest is history, I guess, as they say. So yeah, that's, that's a really cool story. And it's, um, it's nice that you guys like have that shared love of the sport. I think, 
Um, if it were me and my husband, I'd probably kill him if he was like <laughs> my coach and like we were training together. But um, I'm happy to hear that you guys uh, share that. So that's, that's pretty neat. Um, well, thank you for explaining that to those who are not super familiar. Um, so as far as with your training, um, when you were pregnant, I mean, did you continue to train throughout your pregnancy or what did that look like? Yeah. So even like during IVF and everything, I, um, was training like not as intensely or anything. Cause there's not a lot of research about like, um, infertility and working out. And a lot of the doctors, like old school doctors, especially are like, well, if you do work out, it has to be below 140, um, for your heart rate. And I'm like, mm. but everyone's heart rate is different. And like, like for me, when I'm running 140, like I, that could be like zone two, zone three. But when I'm biking, that's like zone one for me. Like, or I'm sorry, that's like, zone five for me. like biking, I cannot get my heart rate up for the life of me. So like, it's just, I don't, I don't like that they give you that number. Sure. Um, so for me, I just did everything kind of easy and like what felt good to me. And like, I kind of went with the philosophy of like, as long as I'm able to like socialize during working out, um, I'm not pushing my body too hard. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you bring that up because, uh, I am definitely not, uh, as much of a committed athlete as you are. Um, but I, you know, I play soccer. I still play soccer. I played, um, club in college and I, I do like to run not marathons. Um, but, uh, yeah, I felt very anxious during my pregnancy of like, there is like a lot of weird, I feel like almost misinformation out there in terms of like what you said, exercising. And I was looking for guidelines. Um, but I found, a similar philosophy as far as what you explained in terms of like, as long as you can have like a conversation while you're working out, you're probably fine. Um, but yeah, I definitely think they're probably particularly in regarding infertility. It seems like there should be some more research or data out there, um, to help guide athletes or people that just, you know, like to work out in general. Yeah. And I've, I've had some people like reach out and stuff too, to like ask for my experience and, um, I wish that like, I could, you know, have more people like, like explain what I went through so that like, there could be more information, like, because I feel like so many people get, they, you know, it, working out makes you happy, right? Like right. a lot of people, um, it's science, and, it's endorphins. exactly. <laughs> um, but I feel like a lot of people like do cut that out because they're so worried about baby, but like, I mean, you'd, you'd really have to go pretty intense for, for something to happen to the baby. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Agreed. Um, yeah. And I mean, if you're already feeling uncomfortable and a little bit uh, other like hormonal issues during pregnancy um, and working out gives you like a bit of sanity, then I feel like it could almost be detrimental to say don't work out, you know, as yeah. far as mental health goes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how... Did, was there ever a point in your pregnancy that you didn't work out? Um, the first, so we, we did, um, the, I found out I was pregnant on November 27th. Okay. And so that was, I guess, four weeks then. And I waited until seven weeks just because we had just done a marathon. So I was in my off season anyway. Yeah, um, this is a perfect excuse. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, it's, you know, December. I don't really feel like going out for a run. So I waited actually until school got out. Cause I wanted to just be like, working out on my time whenever I felt like it. Cause I was, I was immediately like super tired too. And it was hard to tell, like, was it because I just did the marathon or mm. me like tricking myself that I'm pregnant? Cause I'm, I was on so much, 
so much progesterone too that like progesterone makes you tired. So I didn't know if it was like actually being pregnant or like what it was. So I was just all I was doing for working out for the first seven weeks was walking with my dogs. <laughs> and walking is working out. Say it loud yeah. for the people <laughs> that counts. That counts. Um, yeah. Well, that's great. So I mean, even. I guess with twins, I, I had a, just a single pregnancy, so I can't really, I think twin pregnancies are super unique in, in terms of your experiences. Um, they're, they can be very different. Um, especially in the sense that you may potentially deliver before 40 weeks. Um, so how far did you make it before you delivered? Um, 35 weeks and three days. And okay. my doctor had said that they were going to take me at 38 weeks anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah. And it's crazy. Cause like, I didn't feel any signs. Like the only thing that was off was that my blood pressure was high. Okay. So eventually I developed preeclampsia. And it was funny because I I'm very, very lucky that one of my good triathlon friends, who's also a mom of two, um, she, her OB is actually a triathlete as well. So she kind of like connected with her and was like, Hey, like just if I ever had any like working out questions, like from her opinion, um, cause the practice that I went to of the four OBs, one actually does half Ironman. So like she does wow. understand. Training. <laughs> yeah. But the other, the other two are, you know, older and they don't really, they don't say no to doing it. They just, they don't understand like how it works. The nuances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they weren't overly concerned originally, like with my blood pressure, like, yeah, it was elevated, but they're like, you know what, come in, um, coming in again on Friday. It was Friday, July 1st. Um, just to kind of see how things are doing, but I'm sure you're fine. Like you might've just, it was a hot, it, it was really, really hot day. The day that my blood pressure was taken, I came in on July 1st and they were like, Hmm, it's still kind of high. We're going to send you across the street to the hospital for a non-stress test to just make sure the babies are okay. And I never got a leave. So that's oh my how my last year started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is only mildly stressful for you. I imagine you're probably just kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, uh, well, I was just glad that I got my run in that morning before I went and got my blood pressure taken. <laughs> <laughs> See, all about perspective. <laughs> um, well, I'm happy to hear that, uh, all, all was well, and you have two healthy boys that are um, just turned a year on July 4th, you said. So um, happy belated birthday to them. <laughs> um, so we learned about Ironman. We learned about your pregnancy. Um, it sounds like you were doing combo feeding of nursing and pumping, um, but after your boys decided they were not going to nurse anymore, you were kind of, I don't like to use the word force. I think I use force for myself and my journey, but it seems like you were happy to continue pumping for them. Um, yeah. 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 So in terms of your Ironman training and your nursing, pumping and supply breast milk supply journey? Like how did your training at such a high level impact that at all? Like, did you have to eat extra? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I, so I noticed, um, going to Kona, um, one of the things that my good friend was telling me is like, make sure that you're staying hydrated, really pump those electrolytes. So I had like, just like electrolyte packets that I would like chug on the plane. And I noticed that my supply was like, I was pumping a lot. And I'm like, what is it? The plane? Is it the electrolytes? Mm. What is happening here? She's like, it's the electrolytes. So I realized like, 
because normally when I was training, um, obviously for like long rides and long runs and stuff, I would replace like electrolytes and everything. But even if it was like an hour swim, I wouldn't replace electrolytes. I just have water. So I was like, wow, it's crazy how much like more electrolytes your body needs mm-hmm. um, when you're pumping. So I've always, and that's, that's what I'm drinking right now too. I always make sure that I have like electrolytes on hands, especially like if it's hot outside or I've just finished working out or something. Um, so that kind of has been like something new to me. Like even like I said, when I swim, I don't ever really drink anything like I'll have water, but um, now I always have to make sure I have my electrolytes with me. I have packets like all over my house, all over my car. Like, <laughs> like as a nice reminder, hey, don't forget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So while you were training or I mean still actively training it sounds like because you're going to be racing again in October um how do you find the time to be a mom be a teacher pump all you know pump I know you're down to two but like how how do you find the time to do all those things um so I I really like working out in the morning um Mm -hmm. I don't know I've just always been kind of a early riser that's what I like to do so um, if it's biking in the morning, it's either biking or running because I, I can't go to the gym and swim before and then come back for the boys. It's just too hard. So um, if it's biking, it's super easy. I just put the pump on and pump as I'm biking. But running is a little, I get, I love running obviously the most, but mm-hmm. I get a little annoyed because I have to wake up 30 minutes before so I could pump before I run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't love that part, but um, I kind of got into habit over the summer actually, Um uh, if I did ever run, I would, you know, obviously pump before, but I would, uh, I'd have to go with my boys in our little Bob stroller. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of nice to like be able to enjoy that experience with them too. Cause like, I can't swim with them. I can't bike with them. So, um, it was kind of fun. And, and a couple of times it doubled as a nap time for them too. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so it sounds like, you know, being efficient and sticking to a schedule, um, has been helpful for you. Definitely. Yeah. And I have to say, we're kind of spoiled too. We have a lake that's a half mile from our house. Okay. So like if I don't get to go to the gym, uh, well, the gym also has childcare for the boys. So like I kind of did that as an introduction before they go to daycare in the fall or in this month. <laughs> um, but they, they loved it. Like I would bring them to um, the, the childcare and they would go there and play as I would go swim. And then I'd come to pick them up and they'd cry because they were having so much fun. So um, I think they like when I swim in the pool better than when I go to the lake, because when we go to the lake, we usually bring the boys and just have them like hang out on the beach or whatever. Um, it's not as fun as playing in the childcare. <laughs> yeah. They don't have as many friends there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, when you're there at the lake, presumably your husband's there, like you guys, do you yeah. turn off, like you swim like a lap around the lake and then like, what does that look like? <laughs> yeah, we are really lucky because we usually, especially every Friday, we always meet two other friends. Okay. So like somebody okay. will always be watching the boys and um, it's really nice too. Cause like um, going down to one end of the beach is 500 yards and coming back is another 500. So like we can even like alternate, like I can go do two laps and then he can go to two laps or whatever. So like we're kind of spoiled in that aspect, except for we're outgrowing our house. So I don't know how long we're going to get to live by this nice lake. <laughs> oh, and um, did you say that you, y'all are in Illinois? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, outgrowing the house is real. I, I just have the one daughter and we're, I feel like ready to move and to something a little bit bigger, but, um, I could go on a whole other tangent about that. I just, uh, I don't know what 
the housing market looks like for you, but like, it's just crazy. And the mortgage rates right now, I'm like, we just can't justify it, but we're definitely outgrowing the house. So I feel your pain on that one. It's crazy how fast having a kid makes you outgrow a house. (laughs) Right? I mean, yeah, when we bought this house, I thought for sure, like this would be the forever one, but, um, yeah, we, they just, there's just so much stuff. We could probably get rid of a lot of stuff. Um, if I'm being perfectly honest, but, um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. So, okay. So Kona, um, the way that I found you is through the exclusive pumping Facebook group. And I saw (laughs) that you had just completed your race. Um, and that was, remind me of the date of the last Kona race that you did? Um, well, I did one in June, uh, okay. Coeur d'Alene, to okay. coffee me for this Kona. But then I also did Kona, um, I guess, October 12th or 10th last year. 2022. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, and I saw these awesome pictures of Jackie <laughs> pumping during her transitions. So <laughs> I wanted you to talk a little bit about that I guess first of all kind of explain what the transitions are um and yeah just just walk us through like what you did like was that always your plan like okay I'm gonna put on my pumps and do this like talk a little bit about that um yeah so with Kona I was only three months postpartum so I was still pumping like seven times a day I think um yeah so I pumped like I woke up at like midnight or whatever and did that pump and then I pumped right before um leaving the boys in the morning at like four ish or whatever and then the swim takes me like just over an hour so I knew like okay if I pump at like four ish the race starts at like 6 30 or so I can go swim and then I can pump after that so we had a, it was a whole big like lots of loops to jump through hoops to jump through <laughs> um to be able to like coordinate things with Ironman staff, but because the men and women were racing on separate days, my husband was able to get like a little VIP bracelet so that he could not go into the women's changing tent, but bring my pump outside the women's changing tent. So um, as soon as I got out of the water, I saw him, I got the pump and then I sat down and did my thing. And it was funny because so many women, like I, w- I didn't know what kind of faces to expect. I didn't know if I should expect like yeah. disgusted or like cheering faces and I didn't see a single disgusted face like if, if anything people were like wow you go mama or they, you know comments like that which is really cool to see and even the volunteers are like oh my gosh what food can I get you you're you're doing a crazy thing here you're not just doing an Ironman you're pumping too and I was like I'm good I'm good um so luckily um it didn't take me very long to uh to fill the bottles because you know it was early in the morning yeah. so uh, a few minutes or well, six probably like 10, 15 minutes later, I gave the pump and the milk to my husband and he brought it back to the boys to have, cause I hadn't had any like, you know, super sugary, you know, Iron Man food yet. So it was safe for the boys to drink that milk. So he brought it back to them. And then I went off on the bike and biked. Um, and I was slightly worried about this because up until that point, the longest I had gone in between pumping sessions was like five and a half hours. And that was a total accident. Like I completely slept through my alarm and I was like, I woke up and I was like, Oh my gosh. I was, I was freaking out that my supply was going to tank and everything. And it was, it was fine. Um, so I knew if I was under six hours on the bike that I would be okay. And I was like right under six hours. So I was like, oh, perfect. But I got into the changing tent the second time around and my husband had the pump ready for me. And it's the Spectra pump. Mm-hmm. So um, those little, oh God, the duck bills. Yep. 
he dropped one of the duck bills. So <gasps> I put that, I put it on and I'm like, um, I, what happened here? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I, it's not going. So he had, um, I, I, I don't even know where we never found it. Um, but luckily I had just happened to bring my, um, hand pump, my, my haka. And I was just like, well, I guess I'll use the man, or I'll use the spectra on one boob and then the haka on the other one. And we just did that. And, yeah, so uh, didn't didn't let him li- live that one down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you like, oh my gosh, giving him the evil eye the whole time? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's gonna make my transition that much longer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, I mean, talk about having to be innovative. I'm so happy that you had the haka with you. Too, um, I was not yeah. anticipating it but I was like wow thank god I did <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh so with that one had you had any sort of supplements that you didn't feel comfortable giving that milk to your boys um I had like a lot of power gels so like okay. just like a lot okay. of there wasn't any caffeine in them I didn't let myself have like the caffeine ones even though I much would have preferred that <laughs> um but I knew there was a lot of sugar so I said okay you can we can bring it like hold on to it just in case, like as a super backup. But mm-hmm. we ended up, thankfully I, I was able, cause I didn't know if, like how much I'd be able to pump the next day. Like I didn't know if like doing an Ironman would totally tank my supply. Um, and we had brought a little bit of frozen too and formula just in case. So like we had tons of backups, but I had them hold on to the sh- super sugary milk for um, like 24 hours. And then we just dumped it because I was like, well, we're good on milk. They don't need they don't need my sugary stuff. We don't want to mess up their systems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, man, that's wild. I, I mean, some of the things that you don't really necessarily think about, right? Like you always think about, you know, if you're drinking alcohol or things like that, not wanting to feed that, which I think there's um, a lot of good information about that at that point, but teach their own. Yeah. Something you might not think about for the type of um, supplements or, you know, whatever, whatever the electrolytes and the sugar, um, things that you may not yeah necessarily think about, um, if you're not that kind of an athlete. So, um, yeah, that's very interesting. Um, and I agree with you. I remember the first time I slept through one of my alarms to pump. I, I mean, okay. Hormones, right. It's all perspective, but, um, I like freaked out. I had a massive meltdown. I was like, Oh, I'm going to ruin my supply. Uh-huh. <laughs> it happened like one time and it was totally fine. So hopefully yeah. you were fine too after you yes. <laughs> had uh, your one little uh, mess up with sleeping through your alarm. And plus I'm a huge advocate of like sleep is way more important. So um, it can be detrimental to not get enough sleep and that can impact your supply more than maybe sleeping in and getting a couple extra hours and, and skipping or being late for your pump. Absolutely. <laughs> so after you did your pump session at your second transition, um, did you pump again after you finished or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so luckily, and it was kind of cool because then like the babies were be able to be in like my finishing photos and everything. Um, so it was cool that Ryan could go in with the boys. Um, and I did try cause Jackson, um, wasn't taking his bottle. So I did try to breastfeed even though I was like, well, I know that I still have some sugar in my system, but he's not like taking a bottle. Like, and I think he was just overtired. So, I mean, it was a long day, like, even though they weren't out in the sun spectating the whole time, it's still, you know, a disruptive schedule. So, um, yeah, he brought the boys to me and then I pumped and then he took everything back and I hung out with my friends. And then I eventually, we all eventually went out to dinner after, well, 
my, my parents and I did. And he stayed, my husband stayed back with boys. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, were there any other athletes pumping during the race? Do you know? No, <laughs> no, you were the only one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. But I'm, I'm happy to hear that everyone was super supportive and like kind of being your hype man during that I, as everyone yeah. should be. I know you were worried about people being disgusted, which I think it's like a fair fear, you know, you just, you don't know. Um, but I'm happy to hear that it was the total opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as pumping goes, I know that you said that you had your Spectra with you during your race. Was that your go-to pump or has that been your go-to pump during your journey so far? Um, I like it for my like nighttime pump before I go to bed, but I really um, have gotten into they're Amazon's like knockoff version of the mom cozy. Okay. Um, and that's why for my last Ironman in June, I didn't feel bad, like essentially throwing them away because like they're normally $40, but you can always find a coupon. So like, I think I paid $23 for them. Wow. Um, it's, it's called aid mom. I think okay. a, something like that. A-I-D-M-O-M. I'm assuming that's how you say it. Um, and like I said, it's $23. Like if you can find the good, the good coupon. And so I figure I used them for, I don't know, a good amount of time. Like if I, cause at my last Ironman, I had to pump and dump because my husband couldn't get to them in time. Oh no, um, that hurts yeah, my heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of figured it might happen just because he was on, you know, duty with just the boys. Like yeah. he, he had to get them naps and everything. But it was funny because when I dropped him off at the um, aid station, the lady was like, do you need me to put these on ice for you? Oh <laughs> That's so sweet. I love yeah. how supportive everyone has been. That just makes me so happy. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so the, that pump, are they, is it a, are they like wearable cups or is it like, yeah. okay. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I just like, I feel like I like those cause I can like do other things with them. Like obviously, you know, ride my bike, but not run or anything, but like I can be working around the house. I can be, they're still not as like freeing as not wearing a pump. Like I hate doing it first thing in the morning. Cause I feel like I can't like have that cuddle time with the boys because you know, I have plastic on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, I feel like that was a challenging part with my pumping journey too, is I felt like when I was pumping, I didn't necessarily get to like snuggle or like be interactive with my daughter. And that's, that's hard. Um, yeah. But if you think about it from like the perspective of like, well, I don't have to necessarily be the one, um, feed, you know, like my husband could feed the bottle in the middle of the night kind of a thing. So, um, it's tough. It's definitely tough. But, uh, if you also look at it, like I am providing, nutrients for my child, which is pretty empowering. Um, I think yeah. that can help you. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said before, I think it's all about your perspective on it. And it sounds like you've had like a super positive perspective throughout your journey. Um, mm -hmm. which I think is always encouraging to hear. Um, particularly if you're feeling down or feeling like ah, I'm missing out on that snuggle session. So I, I really appreciate your positivity. Um, I know something that like kind of helped is um, I know it sounds kind of dorky, but I bought some like breast milk jewelry. I bought um, like a ring and then earrings. And I actually, it, it arrives today. I'm really excited. Um, a breast milk tumbler. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't even know yeah. that was a thing. Same. So I was like, that's kind of cool. Like that'll keep me going like at school. You know what I mean? Because I'll be drinking my coffee out of it. Um, 
I don't know, just like dorky little things like that. I feel like help. <laughs> don't say dorky. I think it's super cool. So it's so funny. Whenever um, I learned about breast milk jewelry uh, at one point, and I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, I don't know. And then, but then I, I have a breast milk ring. Um, so I don't think it's dorky. I think it's really cool. And I think it's a, a nice way to like honor your journey and to like have a physical reminder when you are feeling down or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you said, it just, it can help perk you up and, um, pumping is really, really freaking hard. So it's nice to have something like objective and physical to show for it. I mean, besides your healthy children, of course, (laughs) um, but I do not think it's dorky. I think it's super cool. And for anyone listening, if you're considering, getting yourself a piece of breast milk jewelry or a tumbler. Um, I highly encourage and recommend it. It's super cool. Yeah. Where did you get the tumbler from? I was, I don't even know how it came up. I, probably because I was viewing breast milk jewelry at one point, but I was yeah. like, wow. That's super cool. Um, I'm definitely, I have one little frozen brick left in my freezer. That's like from it's like so so old like we literally can't do anything with it maybe like a breast milk bath or something but I'll probably yeah. just keep it until it turns green if that's possible <laughs> in my freezer um but we maybe I could use it for a tumbler yeah I'll let you know how it turns out I'm really yeah. excited about it yeah definitely text me a picture of how you said you're getting it today yeah yeah okay. I can't I really see it I'm super excited yeah. <laughs> um so keeping things light and fun. Do you have a favorite snack that you like to eat while you're pumping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, peanut butter pretzels. I'm really into those. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a classic. Like I feel like you can't go wrong with that. Um, love that. I was a big Oreo. I mean, I still like Oreos. Um, but that yeah. was a good one because there's also a lot of stuff on the group about it potentially boosting your supply. Yeah. I don't know that it did that for me, but it was very delicious. So mm-hmm. um, and you're burning a lot of calories while you're pumping. And if you're training for Ironman races, <laughs> so you deserve those tasty snacks for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um and then finally, do you have any advice for athletes that want to continue to breastfeed or pump while they're training? Um, definitely reach out to like other people that you like have heard of or know. Like I remember for, uh, Kona, I reached out to Meredith Tesler, a pro triathlete. And I was like shocked that she responded to me, but like, I feel like the community, like the mother community is just like, so willing to give advice. And like a lot of people like are afraid to ask cause they like, don't want to like, you know, be shut down or whatever, but like, oh my gosh, so many people like want to tell you their experience and like give you advice, like reach out, don't have any fear. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's really good to hear that. And yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think there is some fear of like being shut down or like, I almost feel like people are anxious to share the like challenging things about motherhood or nursing or like whenever I was having difficulties, I reached out to a ton of friends that had already had kids. And I realized that like nursing was challenging for a lot of people besides me and I don't know if it's like people feel embarrassed or what but like that's that's the best way to get information is by asking your friends or asking someone that you look up to who um has a similar uh outlook or goal um talk to them and I think most people are going to be open books about it yes I agree (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, thank you so much, Jackie, for taking the time. Um, I definitely am fangirling a little bit. Um, I've done a couple of sprint triathlons here and there, so I really have so much respect for you. Um, hopefully you're going to crush your, your Kona in October. I definitely want to keep in touch and um, see how things go. So yeah. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, and yeah, just thank you. Thank you very much, especially today, because like I told you earlier, this is dropping off at daycare. So this is like a really good thing to like come back to and look forward to today. <laughs> good, good.